Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson. Really appreciate you being a part of today's show, as we'll be joined by Coach Mike Tomlin from the Pittsburgh Steelers. And yes, he's as cool as you think he is. <laughs> I mean, this guy's the man. He really is. And, and I love interviewing all sorts of different guys, but man, this guy is awesome. I think you'll really enjoy what he had to share today. And I was able to, to interview him backstage at the Man Up Charlotte Conference. And hopefully you listen to the Thomas Davis interview uh, in the next couple of weeks. We, we also sat down with Miles McPherson and Eugene Robinson. And, and so today we'll share the interview uh, that I did with Mike Tomlin but he was so kind, he was so laid back, he was so approachable and conversational, not only when we were re- when we were recording, but also just hanging out during the day. A lot of people were able to interact with him and, and just have a, a genuine interaction. And, and so uh, just appreciate him being a part of what was a great event in Charlotte uh, that, that they've been doing in Pittsburgh. And, and so to, to bring that to Charlotte to be as, as open and, and just available as he was, uh, I think was a real treat for, for everybody that got to hear him or, or meet him. And I think for you today as a listener on the podcast. So I ho- really hope you enjoy it. Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, shoot me an email, Bryce at unpackingit.com. Stick around. I'll give you a couple takeaways from what he said. Uh, and you can also watch the videos online as well uh, if you want to watch some of the interviews. Uh, that'd be great as well. Uh, while you're on our website, unpackingit.com, be sure to subscribe to our weekday email devotional. Uh, we call it Unpack This. We take a current sports story related to the Bible, and, and it goes out to your inbox each weekday uh, for free. So sign up and, and, and subscribe today, unpackingit.com. Well, right now, let's talk to the Super Bowl winning coach, Mike Tomlin. He's the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers and has been since 2007. They won Super Bowl 43, and Coach Tomlin became the youngest head coach in NFL history to lead his team to a Super Bowl win. He's a husband and a father and a graduate of William & Mary. He's been instrumental in bringing man up to Charlotte after years of doing the conference in Pittsburgh. And he's here to speak to the men today. Mike, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? Man, I'm great. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Man, we're, we're excited to have you. And before we talk man up, we got to talk off-season football. So how, how's the team looking? What, what's the off-season OTA has been like from your perspective? Man, the team looks great. We're undefeated. <laughs> Nobody's scored on us yet. Uh, it's beautiful. Now, it's a good time of year. Um, I believe that all coaches probably feel the same way, and players too, for that matter. Um, it's nothing like good, clean beginnings. And and so we're just laying a foundation for our season. Guys are working hard. Uh, guys are in great spirits. The work has been really positive. What was your maybe main focus heading into this offseason following last season? You know, I don't, I don't know that I ever um, go into it with a, with a specific focus relative to what happened okay. a year ago. I always try to be forward in my thinking and trying to forecast what the team needs and, and the makeup of the group for 18. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's been a fun process. Um, we retool some 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 people in the secondary, some young people through draft and free agency. Uh, that's been an exciting process to watch them kind of come together. Um, but it's fun. Um, we're just really now in the in the in the beginnings of it. 
Uh, we got another week or so of OTAs. We got a mandatory mini coming up here in a couple of weeks. So um, those those things will be significant in terms of defining what this spring has been like. That's awesome. Coach Mike Tomlin with us on unpacking it and and helped get man up going in, in Pittsburgh and, and now bringing it to Charlotte. So what was your, your main purpose to, to get involved and, and why are you so passionate about this specifically? I developed a friendship with Pastor Ed Glover um, many years ago when I first got there. He does an urban youth ministry um, in, in, in Pittsburgh and We've been able to come alongside him and help him with his ministry and be be actively involved with with the lives of young people in that community. And, um, you know, we all come from backgrounds. Man, I come from a broken home and um, as a parent, as a husband, as a father, um, coming to grips with what that's meant in my life and how that's affected me. And really, I just had a desire to be the best husband and father I could be. Mm. And um and 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 oftentimes that's a difficult thing to do when you weren't looking at examples of it day to day. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, in childhood, um, now in 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 hindsight, I had great surrogate fathers. You know, I had mm-hmm. a stepdad that's awesome. My my grandfather's awesome. Coaches and uncles and so forth. So the whole idea for me was about first of all uh, working to be better. Mm-hmm and encouraging other like-minded husbands and fathers to do the same and getting encouragement from them. Uh, but also um, for, for those of us uh, to look around us and, and to father and mentor the fatherless in our vicinity. That's right. The kid down the street, the kids in the community, uh, much in the same ways that I benefited from my friend's dad or a guy that coached me in youth football or, or my grandfather. Um, I want to encourage those men as well to know that the impact that they can have in the lives of of kids around them. So really, it was as simple as that. It's about having a desire to be better, having a desire to encourage others and um, taking another step in and maybe helping the fatherless fatherlessness in our community. So that's how it got started. Um, you know, Pastor Glover and those guys with the ministry that they were doing. Um, obviously, the young people that they work with, many are fatherless. Mm. And so it was a natural thing, man. It's taken off, been blessed, um, had many years of success. And it just became really evident um, over the years that we had speakers come in. We've had speakers come in from a variety of communities. Um, Derwin Gray is a, a pastor oh, yeah. from Charlotte that came in and killed us man. a few years ago. <laughs> he's and, passionate. Man, Derwin oh, is the man. He's good. He's, he's the good. man. Yep, love and, Derwin. And so it it really started the process for us in terms of thinking about maybe this is something that we could take to other communities. And we just have so many powerful relationships in this community, and we know um, the heart of this community um, it's been an it's been an awesome thing, and it's been an awesome thing to be a part of, and today has been a blessing. All right, man. Well, we're glad to have you. And and so even as you think about that concept of manning up, and and also the focus on on the fatherless and and those that that have that need and desire, how does that play out as a head coach? And and especially now later on in your career, where you're not as close in age to to some of these guys, but they're coming into the league, a lot of them fatherless as well. You know, like like any industry, unfortunately, in America, man, I work with a lot of people who come from broken homes. And um, as a dad, and particularly as a dad of teenagers Mm. right now where I am in my life, I see the impact of that. Mm. I see what that does to young people over the course of their lives and stuff. And unfortunately, I've gotten to the point because it's something that I'm keenly aware of within 10 or 15 minutes of meeting a young football player. I say, man, that kid's fatherless. (sighs) It is that evident. 
to me. Yeah. Um, so, um, man, um, you know, everything you, that you do is a platform for ministry. Um, you know, those are grown men that I work with. I respect them, particularly in terms of the things that we're doing professionally. But I do understand that they're still young people and that they're growing in a lot of ways. And uh, they're searching in a lot of ways in terms of how they want to live out their lives and the impacts they want to make and how they utilize the talents that they have and the blessings that they have to, to positively impact others. So um, it's been a cool thing to be able to help in that, mm. um, to help them find that voice, to 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 help them make sense of it all. Um, you know, it's very evident to me, and it's probably one of the reasons why um, I've been moved to action. And, and how do you balance that as far as the the personal side of coaching, and then the X's and O's, and the on the field, and 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 wanting to to coach them up well, to perform well, but but more importantly, to have an impact on their lives. There, there are no lines, to mm. be quite honest. That's with cool. You. That's good. Um, if you want to have unique outcomes, if you want to be uniquely successful, um, you got to have unique relationships. It's got to be be beyond professional. It's mm-hmm. got to be personal. Um, you got to know what make people tick, what what their thoughts and concerns are, what their fears are, what their goals and ambitions are, and you know. So um, I've always kind of taken that approach in terms of building relationships with the with the men that I work with. And and how has your your faith grown over the years, and and even just your ability to incorporate it into your your coaching? How how, how has that changed or adapted over the years? You know, it's funny. Um, you know, I'm a head football coach, man, in the NFL. It's only 32 of these jobs. Um, I'm not that good. <laughs> None of us are. Yeah. I hear right. You. I hear um, you. There's got to be a bigger calling, right? Mm. Um, we're we're put in these positions uh, for very specific reasons, and I'm sensitive to that. I'm appreciative of that. Um, every day, I ask, you know, what does God have in store for me? Hey, man, how does He want to utilize me in this position that I hold um, in an effort to do good, man, and good in people's lives? Uh, good in the community in which I live and work, uh, what have you. Um, I just try to be open to it. Mm. Um, and that's not an easy thing. You know, mm. we got a lot of things to do. We got a checklist to, to oh, do yeah. this. Um, and, and I understand that, but I, I try to move in that spirit. That's awesome. Coach Mike Tomlin from the Pittsburgh Steelers with us in Charlotte at, at the Man Up Conference. I'm Bryce Johnson. You're listening to Unpacking It. And as we, we hear about Man Up today, and, and you, you talked a little bit about that, that concept, two things come to mind, being a husband, being a father. What's one word of wisdom when you think about being a husband? We'll start with that first that, that you can share with, with the listeners today that, that you've implemented or, or have learned over the years. Man, um, I work at deference. Hmm. I love to defer to my wife, man. I, I look up the Webster's definition, man, the willingness to submit to the whims and wishes of others. Man, that's I, good. I love to defer to my wife. You know, my boys ask me something, whatever she said. <laughs> I try to lose as many battles as I can lose. That's, that's <laughs> you know pretty I mean? good. That's, that's, that's well said. That is well said. Amen. That's, that's great advice. So, so then on the other, on the other end, you, you mentioned being a father. Uh, what's been, been key to that role in your life? And, and for maybe a, a new dad listening today or somebody struggling as a dad, what's that, that key word of wisdom? We all hate it. Uh, we all hate to acknowledge it, man, but... No, we're dinosaurs. Hmm. You know, I, I work hard to learn what's going on with them, uh, the things that are important to them, how technology changes their outlook in life and things. Um, it is something that I work extremely hard at because I am forced to, not only as a dad, but professionally. Um, the, the professional coaching, really, you're a teacher. Hmm. And so you got to utilize tools to capture moments, to teach lessons. 
And so over the years, I've seen that these, these young men, and they learn in different ways, different things capture their attention. Um, and I think that's helped me as a dad. Um, I'm always open to growing and, 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 and understanding and working to understand why they see things differently than me. Mm. Um, and so, you know, that's been fun and challenging uh, both at the same time. That's awesome. Last question for, for Coach Tomlin, and, and we love talking sports and, and, and faith here on Unpacking It. And so when you think about your, your kind of faith, where you're at right now, what, what's maybe something that God's been, been teaching you recently, what's been on your heart uh, most recently, personally? Just prayer. Hmm. Um, you know, it's, That was Miles it, McPherson's response. It, it's funny. Um, the older your kids get, man, um, you know, prayer... Um, as a solution. That's right. Uh, you just see it with greater clarity. Um, when they pull out of that driveway in that vehicle, man, <sighs> what, what else you going to do? That's right. That's <laughs> you got to let go and pray. What, what, what else you going to do? Yep. And the older your kids get, man, um, the scope of their movement and how their life is, they get more distance from you. And just as a dad, man, that's the solution. That's good. <laughs> Amen. That's the solution for everything. That's, that's right. The, you know, that's all I got for him, man. I can't drive the car for him. Nope. <laughs> you know as much I mean? as you'd like to. As yeah. much as I'd like to. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that, that that's, that's what dadding teaches you. Um, you know, just as a man of faith, man, um, it's just confirmation for me um, that, you know, that's what's real um, because – that's what I got. Amen. You That's know good. It. You we'll, know it. We'll end it on that note. Wish you the best this season with the Steelers. And Thank you. Thanks Thank for, you. for being here in Charlotte and for helping make this, this happen. And so we're, we're pumped about it and thankful to, to be a, a part of uh, Man Up Charlotte here uh, at today's conference. Really good insight from Coach Tomlin. And I hope that you were encouraged by what he shared with us. And, and I think there are so many takeaways from from what you know not a real long interview but it was just jam-packed with with really good nuggets that I think each of us can can take away and I'll start with the 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 response that he had to my question about the difference between personally interacting with players and then professionally from a coach standpoint what that looks like and and he just kind of seems to think it's a it's a blurred line and, and it's just one in the same and and I would agree with that. And I think the best coaches understand how to do that. Now, Belichick is probably unique in that way, and, and he doesn't really interact on the personal level from, from what we can tell on the outside looking in. And I've watched a lot of documentaries on him as well and his strategy. But I do think there there is a place for coaches that that do understand how to engage with players personally. And not to say that Belichick doesn't, but I think Tomlin just based on his perspective and what he shared with us, really does that. And he's always been known as a player's coach. And I think he got that in, in a lot of ways because he was always such a young coach. And he was the youngest to, to win a Super Bowl. And, and so the, the, diff, the age difference between him and the players hasn't always been that great. But now he's been in the league for a long time. And so he is a little bit older than the guys just coming in. And, and they're not that much older than, than his own kids. And so... He uh, he's got just the I think the right balance of, hey, I'm still your coach and I'm going to be a mentor to you. And, and like he was talking about the, the fatherless that, that, that a lot of these guys grew up without fathers and he gets it. He understands it. He can relate to them and, and wants to approach that w- in the right way and, and to maximize that relationship 
with with his players. And so I, I just appreciate that. And I actually think in life we we tend to separate professional, personal. Uh, these are my my neighborhood friends, my church friends, uh, my college friends, or I'm only able to interact with with people in this way at this time. And and I just kind of like that mentality where even if you're interacting with people professionally, there is a personal touch to it. It's okay to ask about someone's family and how they're doing. And I, I think too many times we try to draw those lines and we don't necessarily have to, but it seems like in coaching, we accept it maybe a little bit more. Um, but why can't that be the case in other areas where you don't, you don't have to be so secretive about having just personal conversations with people that you work with because then the bond is stronger and, and you'll go to bat for each other a little bit more. You'll be able to collaborate on projects easier when, when you actually know each other and you understand, hey, this is what this guy is going through. I'm going to show him a little bit more grace. And, and you know the, the, the common ground that you can have with potential clients and, and all that sort of thing. So I think Tom, Tomlin's on to something there, and I, I do think it plays out in coaching fairly regularly. Um, but not every coach. No, there, there, there are those that, that are just so X's and O's driven that the personal interaction is, is, is way down the, the list of priorities. But I just don't think that it has to be that way, I, I guess is what I learned from, from Tomlin. Uh, and then back to the, the conversation about the fatherless, I, I think it, it was such a great conference and we brought just a lot of awareness to the, the issue and, and the ways that, you know, guys that, that grow up uh, without a dad in the home, it, it's tough. There, there, are, there are just things that come up and, and issues that are there based on that. It doesn't mean you can't overcome it. It doesn't mean that you can't find great surrogate fathers along the way. And that's why you rely on your coaches and teachers and uncles and all that sort of thing. But I think it's a, it's an eye opener to all of us to recognize that there are people in our lives that, that come from that background. Again, we got to show compassion and grace. And then we also need to step in when we're able, we've got to look for opportunities to step up, to step in and, and be able to be that to, to those who need it. And, and sometimes it's guys that, that lose their dads later in life. And then, you know, they're 30 years old and or 40 years old and there are certain milestones or, or situations in life that come up where they, they need a father figure even later in life. Um, and so I think there's opportunities for that. So uh, a great conversation with Coach Tomlin. Hope you enjoyed it as well. Appreciate you listening to the Unpacking It podcast today. Be sure to subscribe and leave your reviews in Apple Podcasts, and be sure to check out our website, unpackingit.com. Shoot me an email. Let me know what you thought about today's show, and if you have any guest suggestions or ideas for this podcast, uh, be sure to let me know, Bryce, at unpackingit.com. And if something really stood out to you uh, in today's episode or, or in another episode, always appreciate your feedback, Bryce, at unpackingit.com. We'll have a wonderful week. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It Podcast.